This is a song about springtime. I woke up this morning, had a scone in a large house blend. Then a little conversation with my squirrel and chipmunk friends. Said I'm sick and tired of winter, and I wish that it was spring. Then a little fella named Robin Redbreast began to sing. And he sang, Ooh, child, would you think the cold winter's gonna last forever? Ooh, child, now's the time for all the people to get together outside. Cause it's the first of me, first of May. Outdoor fucking starts today. So bring your favorite lady, or at least your favorite lady. The water's not cold, baby, dip in your big toe Maybe I'll see you in flagrante delicto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called A fucking outside I thanked him for the information I cried a little when he flew away I watched an episode of the People's Court And I tried to plan my day I called up my old lady, she wasn't home so I called my girl I asked her if she'd like to join me as I entertain the world And I said, ooh child, bring a blanket and I promise I will brush the ants off Ooh child, you're gonna like it when we're taking each other's pants off Outside, cause it's the first of me First of May, outdoor fucking starts today. So bring your favorite lady, or at least your favorite lady. The water's not cold, baby, dip in your big toe. Maybe I'll see you in flagrante delicto. Grass below you, sky above. Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called a fucking outside. We went to the park together We were walking in the midday sun We met all kinds of people And we, we fucked everyone We fucked a lady who sells ice cream We fucked a man with a tan sharpay Everyone who needed fucking well They, they got fucked today So come on Child, open your minds and your hearts Feel the spirit moving through you Ooh, child, you feel the warmth of the love When I stick it to you Outside Cause it's the first of me First of May Outdoor fucking starts today Oh yeah so Bring your favorite lady Or at least your favorite lady the water's not cold, baby, dip in your big toe Maybe I'll see you in flagrante delicto Grass below you, sky above Celebrate spring with a crazy little thing called A fucking outside A fucking outside A fucking outside
almost forgot to mention, uh, there's cake for everyone. And welcome to the 1st of May. That was 1st of May by Jonathan Colton off of his album Best Concert Ever. Definitely not the most political song that uh, I've played. Probably maybe potentially you could argue the least political song that I played. But our sexual freedom is just as important as all of our other freedoms that we fight for. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. Don't be shy. Let me know what you think. Reach out to me. You can send me an email at polyrical at gmail.com. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. You can follow me on Twitter at polyrical, and you can check out the website polyrical.com. You'll find a link to past podcasts. You'll find posts of some of my favorite recent songs, and you will have some links there that you can submit an email or suggest a song or an artist for a future episode this now is prophets of rage off their self-titled album with smash it they say what they must to gain our trust but once the balance cast they forget about us standing on the Above the downtrodden, they forgot about Michigan Like all this magnificent Sitting back watching the news when it's alive They manifest, we try living like our best Civil and west, building up in my chest Depressed and left the fuck back Cause we settle for less Wait for change to come We get none but a brother like me Begun to be another one To run up in the party Crash it, put up a wall We smash it Can 
And that'll bring us to our topic of the episode. The topic of the episode, this episode is May Day. It is May the 1st. It is the International Workers' Day uh, that's celebrated all over the world, except not in the United States, at least not officially in the United States uh, at the federal level. Um, so it's up to us to uh, celebrate in our own way. So here's some background on what May Day is, how May Day originated. This is from the IWW.org. That's the International Workers of the World, the One Big Union. And this is by Eric Chase. On May 1, 1886, more than 300,000 workers in 13,000 businesses across the United States walked off their jobs in the first May Day celebration in history. In Chicago, the epicenter for the eight-hour day agitators, 40,000 went out on strike with the anarchists in the forefront of the public's eye. With their fiery speeches and revolutionary ideology of direct action, anarchists and anarchism became respected and embraced by the working people and despised by the capitalists. The names of many Albert Parsons, jo Johann Most, August Spies, and Louis Ling became household words in Chicago and throughout the country. Parades, bands, and tens of thousands of demonstrators in the streets exemplified the workers' strength and unity, yet didn't become violent as the newspapers and authorities predicted. More and more workers continued to walk off their jobs until the numbers swelled to nearly 100,000, yet peace prevailed. It was not until two days later, May 3, 1886, that violence broke out at the McCormick Reaper Works between police and strikers. So remember that first. The date of May 1st is celebrating the peaceful uh, protests, strikes, and walkouts by the, uh, by the people. And the violence occurred a bit later. The violence is not what's being celebrated around the world on International Workers' Day. For six months, armed Pinkering agents and the police harassed and beat locked out steel workers as they picketed. Most of these workers belonged to the anarchist-dominated Metal Workers Union. During a speech near the McCormick plant, some 200 demonstrators joined the steel workers on the picket line. Beatings with police clubs escalated into rock-throwing by the strikers, which the police responded to with gunfire. At least two strikers were killed, and an unknown number were wounded. Full of rage, a public meeting was called by some of the anarchists for the following day in Haymarket Square to discuss the police brutality. This affair included families with children and the mayor of Chicago himself. Later, the mayor would testify that the crowd remained calm and orderly and that Speaker August Spies made, quote, no suggestion for immediate use of force or violence toward any person. As the speech wound down, two detectives rushed to the main body of police, reporting that a speaker was using inflammatory language, inciting the police to march on the speaker's wagon. As the police began to disperse the already thinning crowd, a bomb was thrown into police ranks. No one knows who threw the bomb, but speculations varied from being any one of the anarchists to an agent provocateur working for the police. Enraged, the police fired into the crowd. The exact number of civilians killed or wounded was never determined, but an estimated seven or eight civilians died, and up to 40 were wounded. One officer died immediately, and another seven died in the following weeks. Eight anarchists 
Albert Parsons, August Spies, Samuel Fielden, Oscar Nieb, Michael Schwab, George Engel, Adolf Fischer, and Louis Ling were arrested and convicted of murder, though only three were even present at Haymarket, and those three were in full view of all when the bombing occurred. The entire world watched as these eight organizers were convicted, not for their actions, of which all were innocent, but for their political and social beliefs. On November 11, 1887, after many failed appeals, Parsons, Spies, Engel, and Fisher were hung to death. Louis Ling, in his final protest of the state's calm authority, of the state's claim of authority and punishment, took his own life the night before with an explosive device in his mouth. So kicking us off uh, with our topic of May Day, the International Workers' Day, is Workers' Rights by The Truth off the album Music for a Better World. thing to believe in. It's the meaning of life. And this is what gives life meaning. I live a life for this mission. Live a life for no reason. Get rich. I die. Fight for all life to be even. All life is born equal with the forms of evil. Some are subjected to is subject and rude. Some kids are destitute and work at six to ten. And at the end of the work day, they pay them 60 cents. Yo, we know our phones and technology made by slavery. Sweatshops. Where they not getting paid properly. That's why we only buy what we need. Do you want to stop sweatshops? Or do you believe in greed? You need your nine to five. Some barely live to survive you like your nights but there's kids that died so you can wear them with pride why not fight for their rights you'd be scared of your job if you had their life in strife sweatshops where workers they hard get paid sweatshops where workers getting treated like they slaves sweatshops where workers work crazy hours day and night workers not paid right why not fight for workers rights why should we buy things we don't need to kill trees like they made by slaves working in Chinese sweatshops are so seen and these things we buy we say bye by throwing in the trash and we think they leave but they stay in landfills on the land you can't breathe and the smell is so bad when you pass them The anthem of this country could be consumption and waste Quality the place we buy junk and rat race That cash chase is disgusting, repulsive Empathy is wiped out, it's corrosive, atrocious What I wanna know is You know to get rich and do right what you wrote is So I wrote this, you can focus Cause most of what we're told in life is bogus I close it from sweatshops, stop shops, smart ops and star plot To revolutionize, the solution is unionize Come on, time limit is this The big bosses getting rich, but they did Make sure their workers not paid enough to live So look up union made clothes and go support those who oppose and close sweatshops we say no truth and to foes agree see we show sweatshops where workers they hard getting paid sweatshops where workers getting treated like they slaves sweatshops where workers work crazy hours day and night workers not paid right why not fight for workers rights the worth of life is priceless if you work the day and night shift you might get it if you had to fight for your life every second and your family was starving and living in society's margins yet you couldn't even afford to feed them and couldn't afford the clothes you make because of the greed of your patrons, those that hate this cause we opened your eyes and you'd rather live in open denial, wake up to the smoke and the fire, society is burning down, while you slowly admire fascinated by the flames, half the patrons in this game are corrupted and diseased ruptured at the seams like the cheap clothes they make teach those mistaken, quote them and speak facts, me and truth will both keep rapping till the whole globe is reacting all over the atlas, be proactive it starts with you, so spark a revolution workers rights, workers rights workers rights, and sweatshops, and sweatshops
being arrested. A reporter stuck a mic in my face. I said the first few words that came to mind. If there's hope for the human race, then we need $15 an hour. $15 an hour. $15 an hour. $15. They say this is a democracy, but there's none of that on the job. Just a company making billions while the rest of us get robbed. We need $15 an hour, $15 an hour, $15 an hour, 15 There's so much crime in the city, it fills my heart with rage. Especially the crime of the billionaires who would pay such a criminal wage. We need $15 an hour. Fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen. Took a red eye to California, landed at LAX. Well-paid workers looked me in the eye, said it's really not complex. We need fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen. The company says the union just wants to get your dues. They should try making that argument with someone who has something to lose. We need $15 an hour, $15 an hour, $15 an hour, fifteen. $15 an hour, $15 an hour, $15 an hour, fifteen. And that was David Rovix off of the album All the News That's Fit to Sing with 15. We do need $15 an hour here in the U.S. among other things, many other things to uh, support our workers. Every worker in the world needs a living wage. This is an excerpt from an interview. The author is C.J. Polychronou, P-O-L-Y-C-H-R-O-N-I-O-U. This was published on truthout.org. The interview was with Jayati Ghosh, G-H-O-S-H, and this is what Jayati had to say. Ever since the eruption of the workers' struggles on May 1, 1886, commemorating May Day each year, reminds us of what organized workers' movements can achieve. Over more than a century, these struggles progressively won better conditions for labor in many countries. But such victories and even such struggles have now become much harder than they were. Globalization of trade, capital mobility, and financial deregulation have weakened dramatically the bargaining power of labor vis-a-vis capital. Perversely, this very success of global capitalism has weakened its ability to provide more rapid or widespread income expansion. As capitalism breeds and results in greater inequality, it loses sources of demand to provide stimulus for accumulation, and it also generates greater public resentment against the system. The trouble is that instead of workers everywhere uniting against the common enemy slash oppressor, they are turned against one another. Workers are told that mobilizing and organizing for better conditions will simply reduce jobs because capital will move elsewhere. Local residents are led to resent migrants. People are persuaded that their problems are not the result of the unjust system, but are because of the, quote, other, 
defined by nationality, race, gender, religion, ethnic, or linguistic identity. So this is a particularly challenging time for workers everywhere in the world. Confronting this challenge requires more than marches to commemorate May Day. It requires a complete reimagining of the idea of workers' unity and reinvention of forms of struggle. And recognizing all of those new challenges that we have now, the struggles of the past were not without challenges. You're talking about a workforce in the industrialized U.S., in the mill towns and cities that came from rural areas, that came from overseas, that did not speak common language in many, many cases. There were people from all over Europe that didn't share language, but still came together, still fought to improve their situation. So if they can overcome the strike breakers, the military raised against them, their language challenges and cultural challenges, we can certainly overcome those new issues, new challenges, new problems that face us today. So rounding out our set, we're going to hear Solidarity Forever by Joe Glazier. But before that, this is There is Power in a Union. This is from the Entertainment Workers IU 630 IWW. And this is on the album Don't Mourn, Organize, Songs of Labor, songwriter Joe Hill. A long time ago, I was sitting on a, on a, uh, in, a, in a cafe in Worcester, Massachusetts called Alice in the Hat. And there was a fellow sitting next to me. I was working for the laborers' union. They were having a, doing a labor education program. And the television set was on, and Cesar Chavez was on the evening news leading that first big march in Sacramento. And this fellow who had been holding his union car for 26 years said, bunch of wetbacks, why don't they ship them back to Mexico, taking jobs away from American workers? And I could have got mad. Then I had to stop and think, well, what did he get in school? What did he get in his work experience? You know, what did he get even from his own union that gave him some tools to understand what it was he was seeing on that television? If he had grown up with a true and sure knowledge of who he was and where he had come from, he would have, he would have been a whole lot more pissed off than he was, and he'd have known exactly who to be pissed off at, too, I'll tell you that. Well, that's why we do these songs. These songs are a better and more accurate picture, idea, of who we are and where we have come from than the best damn history book that you ever read. You know? And like Claire Sparks said, a radical feminist in Southern California, said, uh, the long memory is the most radical idea in America. Would you have freedom from wage slavery? Then come join the grand industrial band. Would you from misery and hunger be free? Come on, do your share, lend a hand. There is power, there is power in a band of working folks when they stand hand in hand. That's the power, that's the power that was ruling every land. One industrial union grand. Would you have mansions of gold in the sky and live in a shack? Way in the back Would you have wings up in heaven to fly And stay here with rags on your back 
Power greater anywhere beneath the sun Yet what force on earth is weaker Than the feeble strength of one But the union makes us strong Solidarity forever Solidarity forever Solidarity forever For the union Taken untold millions, they never toiled to earn. But without our brain and muscle, not a single wheel could turn. We can break their haughty power, gain our freedom when we learn that the union makes us strong. Solidarity forever, solidarity forever, solidarity. Forever, for the union makes us strong. And in our hands is placed the power greater than their hoarded gold, greater than the might of armies magnified a thousandfold. We can bring to birth a new world from the ashes of the old, for the union makes us strong. Solidarity forever Solidarity 
solidarity that will create the conditions in which the workers can make the gains that we need to make in this day and age. And that'll bring us to a few words. And I had a little challenge with the artist of the episode this episode and just trying to narrow down the number of songs. I actually snuck an extra song in here as well. Plus, I have Pete Seeger with the few words here in the middle of the episode as well. This is called Pete's Extraduction off of the album At 89. You know, the agricultural revolution took thousands of years. The industrial revolution took hundreds of years. Now, the information revolution is only taking decades. But if we use the brains God gave us, we will have the revolution that must come if there is going to be a human race here next century. I call it the nonviolent revolution. Some may call it the love revolution or the willingness to communicate revolution. Who knows? If we learn to uh, grow not in size, but grow in generosity, or grow in a sense of humor, or grow in the ability to talk with people we disagree with, we will still have great-grandchildren here by the time the 22nd century comes along. Pete Seeger met, traveled, and performed with the great topical folk songwriter Woody Guthrie in 1940, inspiring Pete to start writing his own songs, dedicating himself to, quote, the music of the people. Seeger, Guthrie, and other musicians formed the politically-oriented Almanac Singers later that year, before Pete was drafted into the Army in 1942 and sent to the Pacific. After the war, Seeger resumed his career as a performer and song collector, helping to found the still-existent Sing Out magazine. In 1948, he formed the Weavers with Lee Hayes, Ronnie Gilbert, and Fred Hellerman, and within three years, the group had sold four million records. It turned Guthrie's This Land is Your Land into an American standard, and its version of Leadbelly's Good Night Irene topped the charts for six months. Blacklisted during the McCarthy era for alleged communist sympathies and for Seeger's refusal to testify before the House Un-American Activities Committee, the quartet disbanded in 1953. But Pete continued to record and to perform on the campus and international circuit, despite being informally banned for most TV and radio shows and many concert stages for the next 17 years. 
During the 60s, Pete participated in the freedom marches in Selma, Alabama and Washington, D.C. with Dr. Martin Luther King and helped bring an adapted version of the gospel song, We Shall Overcome, to the civil rights movement, where it became an anthem of hope and determination. Later in the decade, Pete could be found at rallies protesting the Vietnam War, and his anti-war song, Waste Deep in the Big Muddy, was initially banned from the popular Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour on TV, although he was eventually permitted to perform it on a later episode. A song collector and collaborator, as well as a songwriter, Seeger has always drawn inspiration not only from U.S. current events and his own creative curiosity, but from other cultures as well. He adapted that sing-along hit, Wim Away, from a South African folk song. He sings songs in Spanish and other languages. He performs the best work of international songwriters and brings, quote, foreign issues and characters into our lives. So kicking off our Pete Seeger set, this first one is from the album Headlines and Footnotes, a collection of topical songs. This is There Once Was a Woman Who Swallowed a lie. There was a young woman who swallowed a lie. I don't know why she swallowed the lie. Perhaps she'll die. There was a young woman who swallowed a rule. Lived to serve men, she learned it at school. She swallowed the rule to prop up the lie. But I don't know why she swallowed the lie Perhaps she'll die There was a young woman who swallowed some fluff Lipstick and candy and powder and puff She swallowed the fluff to follow the rule Lived to serve men, she learned it at school She swallowed the rule to prop up the lie But I don't know why she swallowed the lie Perhaps she'll die There was a young woman who swallowed a line I like them dumb, baby, you suit me fine She swallowed the line to follow the fluff She swallowed the fluff to follow the rule Lived to serve men, she learned it at school She swallowed the rule to prop up the lie But I don't know why she swallowed the lie Perhaps she'll die There was a young woman who swallowed a pill Might have said no, but she hadn't the will She swallowed the pill to follow the line, swallowed the line to follow the fluff, swallowed the fluff to follow the rule, lived to serve men, she learned it at school. She swallowed the rule to prop up the lie, but I don't know why she swallowed the lie, perhaps she'll die. There was a young woman who swallowed a ring, Looked like a princess and felt like a thing. She swallowed the ring to make up for the bill. She swallowed the bill to follow the line. Swallowed the line to follow the fluff. Swallowed the fluff to follow the rule. Lived to serve men, she learned it at school. She swallowed the rule to prop up the lie. But I don't know why she swallowed the lie. Perhaps she. 
day this young woman woke up and she said, I've swallowed so much I wish I were dead. She ran to her sisters, it wasn't too late to liberate, regurgitate. She threw up the ring, she threw up the bill, she threw up the bill, she threw up the line, threw up the line, she threw up the fluff, threw up the fluff, she threw up the rule, lived to serve men, she learned it at school, and last of all, she threw up the lie, now she knows why she swallowed the lie, and she'll not die. This song was written by Mill Lampell, Lee Hayes, and yours truly, Peter Seeger, in the spring of 1941. That was the year that Henry Ford was being organized into the CIO. And Woody Guthrie had taught the three of us the old talking blues. You know, if you want to get to heaven, let me tell you what to do. Got to grease your feet in a little mutton stew. And I think Mill, it was, thought of paraphrasing that. And Lee added a verse, and I added a verse, and suddenly we had the song almost completed, except that we hadn't found any solution. We'd all we'd done is add up the problems that we hadn't found how to solve any of them. And about a month went by, and one day I was sitting up on the roof and realized that uh, there was only one solution to it, the old one of stick together. So I made two verses to end it off, none of them rhymed, and that's how the song Talking Union was born. Now you want higher wages, let me tell you what to do. Got to talk to the workers in the shop with you. You got to build you a union, got to make it strong. But if you all stick together, boys, don't be long. You got shorter hours, better working conditions. Vacations with pay, take your kids to the seashore. Cause it ain't quite that simple, so I better explain just why you got to ride on the union train. Cause if you wait for the boss to raise your pay, we'll all be waiting till judgment day. We'll all be buried. Gone to heaven. St. Peter will be the straw boss then, boys. Now you know you're underpaid, but the boss says you ain't. He speeds up the work till you're about to faint. You may be down and out, but you ain't beaten. Pass out a leaflet, call a meeting, talk it over. Speak your mind. Decide to do something about it. Cause the boss may persuade some poor damn fool to go to your meeting and act like a stool. But you can always tell a stool, though that's a fact. He's got a yellow streak running down his back. He doesn't have to stool, you know. He'll always make a good living on what he takes out of blind men's cups. Well, you got a union now. You're sitting pretty. Put some of the boys on the steering committee. The boss won't listen if one guy squawks, but he's got to listen if the union talks. He'd better. He'll be mighty lonely one of these days. Suppose he's working you so hard, it's just outrageous, paying you all starvation wages. You go to the boss, the boss would yell, before I raise your pay, I'd see you all in hell. Well, he's puffing a big cigar, feeling mighty slick, thinks he's got your union licked. He looks out the window and what does he see but a thousand pickets and they all agree, he's a bastard. Unfair. Slave driver. Betty beats his own wife. 
Now, boys, you come to the hardest time. The boss will try to bust your picket line. He'll call out the police, the National Guard, tell you it's a crime to have a union card. They'll raid your meeting, hit you on the head, call every one of you a goddamn red young patriotic. Moscow agents, bomb throwers, even the kids. Well, out in Detroit, here's what they found. Down in Pittsburgh, here's what they found. Down in Bethlehem, here's what they found. Out in Frisco, here's what they found. That if you don't let red baiting break you up, if you don't let stool pigeons break you up, if you don't let race hatred break you up, if you don't let vigilantes break you up, you'll win. What I mean, take it easy, but take it. Take it easy, but take it. That is Pete Seeger. That's off the album, The Essential Pete Seeger with Talking. Union. On August 18, 1955, Seeger was subpoenaed to testify before the House Un-American Activities Committee. Alone among the many witnesses after the 1950 conviction and imprisonment of the Hollywood Ten for contempt of Congress, Seeger refused to plead the Fifth Amendment, which would have asserted that his testimony might be self-incriminating. And instead, as the Hollywood Ten had done, he refused to name personal and political associations on the grounds that this would violate his First Amendment rights. Quote, I am not going to answer any questions as to my association, my philosophical or religious beliefs, or my political beliefs, or how I voted in any election, or any of these private affairs. I think these are very improper questions for any American to be asked, especially under such compulsion as this. Seeger's refusal to answer questions that violated his fundamental constitutional rights led to a March 26, 1957 indictment for contempt of Congress. For some years, he had to keep the federal government apprised of where he was going at any time he left the Southern District of New York. He was convicted in a jury trial of contempt of Congress in March 1961 and sentenced to 10 one-year terms in jail. But in May 1962, an appeals court ruled the indictment to be flawed and overturned his conviction. Pete and his banjo have been at the forefront of many social justice causes here and abroad. He has written songs for and participated in the labor and environmental movements and helped to find the, found the Clearwater Organization to call attention to the pollution of New York's Hudson River and other American waterways. And that Clearwater organization is still thriving today and runs a concert fundraiser every year. It's coming up uh, pretty soon now, in, I think in June. Um, Ani DeFranco, They Might Be Giants, and dozens of others will be performing this year at that event. It is called the Clearwater, I don't know, the Clearwater Festival maybe? Um, so you should uh, check it out. Here is Pete Seeger. Um, these next couple songs are both off the album at 89. First up is Song of the World's Last Whale. I heard the song of the world's last whale As I rocked in the moonlight and reefed the sail It'll happen to you also without fail if it happens to me sang the world's last whale it was down off Bermuda early last spring near an underwater mountain where the humpbacks sing 
lowered the microphone about a quarter mile down, switched on the recorder, and let the tape spin round. I didn't just hear grunting, I didn't just hear squeaks, I didn't just hear bellows, I didn't just hear shrieks. It was the musical singing and the passionate wail that came from the heart of the world's last whale. Down in the Antarctic, there the harpoons wait. But it's up on the land, you decide my fate. In London town, they'll be telling the tale if it's life or death for the world's last wave. So here's a little test to see how you feel. Here's a little test for this age of the automobile. If we can save our singers up in the sea, perhaps there's a chance to save you and me. I heard the song of the world's last whale As I rocked in the moonlight and reefed the sail It'll happen to you also without fail If it happens to me, sang the world's last whale In the winter of 2007, the following 24 words were put down by the Zero Waste Commission of the city of Berkeley, California. If it can't be reduced, reused, repaired, rebuilt, refurbished, refinished, resold, recycled, or composted, then it should be restricted, redesigned, or removed from production. Those 24 words were given me by a young woman at a little peace demonstration, said, could you make a song out of it? Well, I laughed, but I had a bad cold the following week. I couldn't speak for four days I was in bed, and I stuck the 24 words up on the wall. By gosh, at the end of four days, I had a song. If it can't be reduced, if it can't be reduced, reuse, repaired, reuse, repaired, rebuilt, refurbished, refinished, resold, recycled, or composted, or composted, uh, then it should be, then it should be restricted, redesigned, restricted, redesigned, or removed, removed from production, from production. Hooray for the city of Berkeley! Hooray for the city of Berkeley! Hooray for the city of Berkeley! And its zero waste commission! Hooray for the city of Berkeley! That beautiful city of Berkeley! Hooray for the city of Berkeley! And its zero waste Commission. Now everybody out there can sing on this. If you come in on the repeats, when I point at you, you repeat my line. If it can't be reduced, if it can't be reduced, reused, repaired, reused, repaired, 
rebuilt, refurbished, refinished, resold, recycled, or composted. Or composted. Then it should be. Then it should be. Restricted, redesigned. Restricted, redesigned. Or removed. Removed. From production. From production. Here we go. Hooray for the city of Berkeley. Hooray for the city of Berkeley! Hooray for the city of Berkeley and its zero waste And that was If It Can't Be Reduced off of the album At 89. And that intro was off the same album as well. Like I said earlier, I couldn't uh, resist and cut back the Pete Seeger set into four songs. So here's a bonus track. Here is Hold the Line off the album Headlines and Footnotes, a collection of topical songs. Let me tell you the story of a line that was held in many men and women whose courage we know well as with they held a line at Peekskill on that long September day we will hold the line forever till the people have their way Hold the line, hold the line as we held the line at Peekskill, we will hold it everywhere. Hold the line, hold the line. We will hold the line forever till there's freedom everywhere. There was music, there was singing, people listened everywhere. The people, they were smiling, so happy to be there. While on the road behind us, the fascists waited there. Their curses could not drown out the music in the air. Hold the line, hold the line. As we held the line at Peekskill, we will hold it everywhere. Hold the line, hold the line. We will hold the line forever till there's freedom everywhere. For the grounds were all surrounded by a band of gallant men. Shoulder to shoulder, no fascist could get in. The music of the people was heard for miles around. Well guarded by those workers, their courage made us proud. Hold the line, hold the line. As we held the line at Peekskill, we will hold it everywhere. Hold the line, hold the line. We will hold the line forever till there's freedom everywhere. When the music was all over, we started to go home. We did not know the trouble and the pain that was to come. We got into our buses and drove out through the gate. We saw the gangster police, their faces filled with hate. Hold the line, 
line As we held the line at Peekskill We will hold it everywhere Hold the line Hold the line We will hold the line forever Till there's freedom everywhere Then without any warning The rocks began to come The cops and troopers laughed To see the damage that was done They ran us through a gauntlet To their everlasting shame And the cowards there attacked us Damnation to their name Hold the line Hold the line As we held the line at Peekskill We will hold it everywhere Hold the line Hold the line We will hold the line forever Till there's freedom everywhere All across the nation The people heard the tale And marveled at the concert And knew we had not failed We shed our blood at Peekskill And suffered many a pain But we beat back the fascists And we'll beat them back again Hold the line Hold the line As we held the line at Peekskill We will hold it everywhere Hold the line Hold the line We will hold the line forever Till there's freedom everywhere Holding the line, fighting for change. If we want change in our communities, change in our society, change in our culture, we can't look up the chain to the politicians, to the quote-unquote so-called leaders for them to put forward the change that we want. Uh, As Billy Bragg sings, change does not come from above. And the Commoners Choir agrees. Here is the Commoners Choir off their self-titled album with From Below. In 1932, hundreds of hikers gathered here to take part in a mass trespass. Fed up with private landlords denying them access to land, they marched across smallland, usually reserved for the upper classes. The historic path the trespassers took will be trodden by thousands of walkers over the next few days as they celebrate their great act of defiance by ordinary people who felt the land should belong to everybody. Change comes from below, from below, from below. 
about wrap up this episode of political the topical solution for the political revolution remember email me at political at gmail.com follow at political on twitter and support this podcast by making a monthly pledge at political.com and check out your pledge options on the right hand side when you go to that web page also i've started to record these episodes live on twitch um, the schedule is still sporadic, but you can go on to Twitch if you are part of Twitch already, or if you're not, you can sign up for a Twitch account to watch what's going on there. Look for unrelated things. So I record um, Polyrical. I record my other podcast, Bernie 2020, plus occasionally do some drawing as well. So feel free to join me there anytime. For future recording. So, uh, going out this episode, here is Leon Rosselson and Rob Johnson off the album No Gods, No Masters, which was a, a brilliant long set um, featuring a lot of the writings of Thomas Paine, interspersed with music by both Rob Johnson and Leon Rosselson. Uh, this song is called Small Revolutions. Thanks for listening. Well, even this old bus She's like the revolution Moves real slow Down these dirt roads But the people ride And they get to where they're going On this old We sing, I, 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 small revolution, small revolution, make the wheels turn round. I, 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 small revolution, small revolution, they turn a whole world round. driver on the bus Well she's like a Presidente She better take this bus Where we want to go Sometimes she maybe think You're so muy importante 
But without the people, the bus got nowhere to go. You sing. I, I, I. Small revolutions. Small revolutions. And the wheels turn round. Turn our whole world round But it's the people on the bus They are the revolution If the bus breaks down You know what to do You get the bonnet up Someone hits it with a hammer Then it's everybody out in the wheel she moves You say, I, I, I Small revolutions Small revolutions And the wheels turn round I, I, I Small revolutions Small revolutions They turn our whole world round They turn a whole world round. They turn a whole world round. Viva Nicaragua Libre!